0: Post 82 is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Alright everyone, Jason Jones, uh, Throne Room Breakdown, post-82, and I don't really know where to start with what I saw uh, in terms of the last seven minutes of basketball from the Sacramento Kings. Uh, losing one hundred five, one hundred four, in overtime to the port. Not, sorry, the, uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, yeah, I'm not even sure what I saw. I mean, this this game should have been in the books. This game should have been a Kings win. Nice little gritty second half comeback type situation, but from the 50, one minute fifty second point of the fourth quarter on. This thing went off the rails badly. This thing was uh, disgustingly bad. Uh, I can't put nothing nice on what I was watching. It was this was not good basketball. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest game to begin with. But my God, the oh man, the last two minutes of the fourth quarter in this game. Uh, before I kind of get into some of the uh, post game from the players and Luke Walton, I'm just gonna run down to you what happened to the Kings. After they took a 98 89 lead with 150 to go off of a Corey Joseph three. Okay, here, here we are. One minute, 50 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Kings lead 98 89. They go down seven seconds later. Foul by Buddy Hill. Two free throws from DeJounte Murray. Kings lead 98 91. You say, okay, you know what? We're not still in a bad not a bad position, right? What happens next? One minute, 29 seconds to go. DeJounte Murray steal. Off of a Corey Joseph pass. <laughs> Leads to a, um, a dunk by Murray. Kings lead uh, down to 98-93. One minute. 27 seconds to go okay five point lead um 87 seconds to play now you're in a game okay you've given up four points in 23 seconds yeah it's not good what happens next go back down you figure you know what run some offense take some clock try to get a good look nope patty Mills steals the ball from Corey joseph again One minute, 16 seconds to go in the fourth quarter at that steal. Leads to a layup. Now you've got a 98-95 game for the Kings. One minute, 13 seconds to play. Okay. All right. It's a three-point game. Uh, Still in the lead, at least. So you think maybe, you know, you go down and you get a bucket, you know, get something. Call a timeout. Uh, 59 seconds to go. Kings get a decent look. Harrison uh, Barnes gets a turnaround fadeaway bank shot The misses. Come back down. You know, go back. You know, go down. You no, know, low clock. You know. Uh, DeMar DeRozan misses a, a, a floater, eight feet out. And Marcus Aldridge gets the rebound, puts it back in. Kings lead, 98-97. 47 seconds to play. Come back down again. We got another turnover. 37.6 seconds to go. Offensive foul on Harrison Barnes. Another turnover. So let's go back. In the, in the final, and this is in the in from the 129 mark to the uh 37.6 second mark. That's three turnovers by the Kings on four possessions. So yeah, this is just yeah ugly basketball at that point so you go back down you know luke walton challenges the call it's confirmed it's an offensive foul on harrison barnes uh 25.2 to play Aldrich misses a layup buddy hill gets credited with a block even though it, it, i didn't get to see a replay it looks like aldridge gets fouled maybe by uh if not by buddy by rashawn holmes on the play no foul call so okay for, for all you a conspiracy theorists. Remember, you got away with that one. They get no foul. They get the ball. You now you get the ball back. The uh, Spurs get a foul, commit a foul, and then here's where it also gets fun. They go down. You know, you, you go down. Fifteen point one seconds to play. The referees call a foul on the Spurs. Greg Popovich challenges. Wins the t- wins the challenge. No uh, no foul. What happens? You get a jump ball. Uh, the ball goes out of bounds. Review. Kings get the ball. 14.9 seconds. Harrison Barnes gets a, uh, gets two free throws. After the take foul, makes them both. 14.3 seconds to play. Kings are up 100 to 97. Okay, so here's where we are. This has been basically a catastrophe, uh, absolute meltdown. Still, somehow, the Kings are up by three with 14.3 seconds to go. Okay. So you're still saying to yourself, you know what, maybe it's not all over. Maybe we've got some still. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you're the Kings. You know what? What do you have to do? You've got to keep, uh, not give up a three. 14.3 14.3 seconds to go. Don't give up a three. So we know what happens, right? Uh, Buddy Hill, admittedly, after the game, he loses track of Marco Bellinelli, who was what? A three-point shooter. What does Marco Bellinelli do? He makes a three. Ties the game. Buddy Hill tries to shoot a, a new half-court shot. To, for the win, it doesn't go in. But what do we have now? So let's break this down. Why is this so bad? To me, and by the way, to me, this is this is worse than the Chicago game, by the way. People come up to the Chicago game, this is worse. So, to close out the game, you commit three turnovers, get a missed shot, and you lose a guy who is literally in the game to shoot a three. That's all he's gonna do. Marco Bellinelli is not gonna dr- I mean, Kings fans know they Marco Bellinelli was a king for a season. It was a bad season, he was a king for a season. Marco's not in the game to drive and kick. Marco's in there to shoot the ball. And Buddy said, you know, he lost track of him. He wasn't locked in. He lost, you, you know, and uh, by the time he um, was able to uh, kind of get him, he realized what was going on. Lamarcus well, Marcus Aldridge was there to set a pick. Boom. Clean look. And essentially there, the game is over. Uh, I normally wouldn't just give you all a rundown of a play-by-play like that, but that was the only way i could illustrate how ludicrous the that final 1 minute and 50 seconds were the kings still had a chance to win this damn game and look what they did you know injuries aside the guys are out there in the court playing and then you get the overtime uh it was an ugly overtime neither team looked great but the kings what did the kings do they fouled three point shooters not once but twice when when The Blazers, I'm sorry, I got the Blazers on my mind. I don't know why. That was the last game. But when the Spurs couldn't score, the Kings kept putting them on the line. So just so you know, the Spurs scored, what, 105 points in the overtime? Not 105. They scored 105 for the game. Excuse me. What I've watched has me all messed up. (laughs) They score 100 Five points for the game. They score five points in overtime. A grand total of five points in the overtime. And guess what? They were able to get... Well, they only made one shot in overtime. One. One shot, three free throws. That was their offense. And both of those three like I said, a game came on fouling three-point shooters. And the guys who fouled them, uh, Corey Joseph, who, like I said, he admitted he, said he had some bonehead plays down the stretch. He and Rashawn Holmes, two guys who have been solid all pretty much all year defensively. Those guys um, committed those fouls. So, you know, like I said, they, they only had one field goal. <laughs> the, King, well, the Kings had two. The Kings are Kings are 2-12 shooting in overtime. And then why is that? They had a ton of... They had four good looks on their final possession. Trevor Ariza had two wide-open threes. Buddy had a couple of chances. Missed them all. So, that's a recipe for for a loss. And amazingly, the Kings managed to get up five threes in OT. Of their 12 shots. So, there is that. So, now that we've kind of run down... Just this collapse. There's one thing that just jumps out that I don't quite get, Um, you know, about the first half of the game. Kings just did not look ready to play in that first half. Uh, It was really inexcusable. Didn't look ready. And one thing Luke Walton said was that, you know, they didn't come out, especially with the the intensity to play in the the first half. Then Trevor Ariza says, between the first half and the second half, Including a second half, where they outscored the Spurs thirty to seventeen, in the third was they played harder, played they were tougher, they were more locked in. For the, for the life of me, I do not understand how this team, a team that is now set at eight and thirteen, a team that has been without without two of its starters, can ever not come into a game locked in and ready to go. This team does not have the luxury of thinking that you know what. Hey, we can, you know, ease our way into a game. I don't get it. And this is this has come up more than once. And it's almost like, I mean, maybe it's in this team's DNA too much. Maybe there's still too much of the last, what, how many years of losing is still in them. But it th- 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 makes no sense how you've got to get down, you know, by whatever, nine, ten points before you realize, hey, let's get going especially in their situation with the injuries and the struggles they've had lately. It, it's, it's you know, like I said, it makes, to me, it makes no sense how you end up in this spot. It just makes no sense at all how this team continues to do that. And if they continue to do that, you know what you're going to have? You're going to have a team that's missing the playoffs again. Not that I was picking them to be in the playoffs, but you're not going to get there doing stuff like this. You it's just not gonna. It's just not gonna work for him. Three. This is three straight losses, and really, two of them are just really bad to me. The Chicago loss was a bad loss, and this one was a horrible loss. Just because, yeah, the nine-point lead with less than two minutes, I it, you're gonna. You need to be able to finish that game out. You need to finish that game out. There's no reason to not finish that game out. And you know I don't have any players of the game, anything, any cliche things from what I saw tonight. It just was. This is that was not good basketball at the end of the game. I mean, they almost made up for their struggles in the uh, of the first half. Almost got away with, you know, almost snuck out, and you know, almost got a win. But who knows? Maybe you say, you know, you know, maybe you say the basketball guys didn't re- didn't weren't going to reward them for. The way they played those final two minutes, it was just bad. You know, I don't want to just ramble on because I really don't have a whole lot to say about this game. It wasn't a pretty game. And the Kings, the way they finished it, you know, you said they didn't deserve to win. You know, you you blow a nine-point lead with one minute, 50 to go. You commit three turnovers down the stretch like that. Have an offensive foul down the stretch. Just so many things that went wrong. You don't deserve to win this game. I mean, it's quite honestly, it is what it is. You know, it's yeah, you can they they literally gave this game to the San Antonio Spurs. Props to the Spurs for taking advantage for being vets, so on and so forth. But yeah, Cause this 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 was a gift. This was a gift. This, you know, it's, I know it's December, early Christmas for the Spurs. Congratulations, y'all! The, the Kings gift wrapped gift wrapped a victory. So. I ain't got much more to say about this. Like I said, it was this was not. Oh, oh I no much. I no, much to say. Like I said turnovers, foul three-point shooters, just this, just bad basketball, not winning basketball. This is not how you're gonna get things going. Luke Walton called. He said this team was on a journey, and a journey, and yeah, this was a, a bad bump in the journey. Yeah. So that's all I got. Kings play the Dallas Mavericks. Sunday and just so you know, if they had these kind of lapses defensive like that they did late against San Antonio, they're in for an ass whooping. I'm sorry, you know that's what they were in for in Dallas. They don't get they don't get it together. Maybe Marvin Bagley gets back. He wasn't back tonight, but still, you you know the the Spurs offense is not what, not the Mavs. The Mavs have a very good efficient this high high level offense. So if this is what they're gonna do against the Mavs. You're looking at a four-game losing streak, you know, on deck Sunday night. So that's all I got. I'm out. You know, to find me on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones, Instagram, Mr. Jones LBC. I think I need some Whataburger or something to kind of just help me just you know forget what I've seen. So y'all be good out there. You enjoy your weekend. If you're a big Kings fan, don't watch any more of this, and you know and you'll be fine. All right, y'all take care. Y'all be good out there. I'm gone.